America is the greatest country in the world. Arf, 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 you know? Hey folks, it's Frank Reynolds, and this is The Lies People Tell. That was Hillary Clinton telling us how great America is and then barking like a dog. You can never get too much of Hillary barking like a dog. And the reason why I play that is because Hillary Clinton has uh, come out and she is teaching a online class through the uh, platform called Masterclass. And the name of her class is the power of resiliency. Okay. So when you think of Hillary Clinton, you might think of a lot of things, but resiliency isn't one of them, at least not in my world. Uh, the resiliency, uh, the definition of resiliency is the ability to recover quickly from change or misfortune. If there was ever a politician maybe other than Stacey Abrams down in Georgia, who still thinks she's the governor of Georgia. I don't know of any politician in modern history that has so vehemently held to the belief that they won an election that they patently lost other than Hillary Clinton to this day. If you asked her, she'll say, Oh yeah, that election was stolen. The Russians helped Trump. Now, all the proof has come out during the subsequent investigations and, you know, just probing into the Russian collusion hoax. It's completely falling apart. And it turns out that the only ones colluding with the Russians and the Ukrainians were the Clintons and the DNC. But she'll swear up and down that she had the election stolen from her by Trump and Putin. Now, I don't know about you, but doesn't sound like what you would label being resilient. Your their ability to overcome change and misfortune. So during part of her class, she reads the acceptance speech that she never gave. And I want you to listen to it and you tell me how resilient she sounds. I dream of going up to her and sitting down next to her. Talking about her mother taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. Mm. Back to the speech that never was. (laughs) From tonight going forward, together, we will make America even greater than it has ever been for each and every one of us. Does it sound like she got over this? <laughs> I mean, she's still crying and going on and on about it. And I mean, she's like that person that you see at a party and, you know, friends say, Hey, go ask her about this. And they stand over in the corner and laugh. Cause they know that once you asked her, she'll go on and on. She will talk for two hours straight without taking a breath because that is the one subject she's obsessed with. Resiliency, mm, I don't know about that. But the reliable Babylon B uh, put out an article 
regarding this, and they said that Hillary Clinton was also teaching a class on how to lose elections. So it says here, we are honored to welcome Hillary Clinton to our world-class lineup of instructors, said CEO David Roger. She is one of the world's foremost in losing so thoroughly and embarrassingly, having lost her presidential races every time she's tried. And now you will learn how to lose your presidential run every bit as catastrophically as she did. Now, Matt's class has uh, several other classes that they want Hillary to teach, including how to collude with Russians, how to murder your enemies, how to protect powerful sexual predators in service of your political ambitions, and how to chug an entire bottle of wine in 10 seconds. So there you go. Uh, I think Hillary's on to something and masterclass. Well, my goodness, didn't they pick a winner? Yeah. She's like a, uh, very resilient, resilient person. I mean, when I think of resilience, that's who I think of, you know, and during, uh, you know, preparing for the show, I ran across a little known and little played tape of Hillary at Trump's inaugural. Now, and I want you to, to, to listen to this and, and see how well she did. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. President Obama. What a great honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever anywhere the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald. I am so sorry (laughs) to my world. I am so sorry to my world. This is not what we want. We will face There's so much we potential but um, we will get the job done. for beauty and for devastation. In this one moment, it's almost incomprehensible that they can exist right time. now. So, and we are grateful so close. <laughs> See, she sounds like she's handling it well. <laughs> In all seriousness, that wasn't Hillary Clinton. That was a... Uh, a woman who looks like she may be suffering from gender dysphoria uh, at a the scream at the sky protest on uh, inaugural day, and it's it, for me it's always one of the funniest videos ever because this this person she is out of her gourd upset about the fact that Trump's being sworn in. She is screaming and. If you, the, the audio doesn't do the video justice because you have to see the look on her face. It is one of the funniest things ever. Yeah. You know, resilience, you know, maybe they should give that a shot. So <laughs> good Lord. It never, it really, it never ends. But I think what, what's at foot, at least this is what my wife says. And you know, I don't know, take it for what it's worth, but I wonder if, now they know Joe's not going to run in 2024. He says he is, but he, you know, we won't, uh, we don't even know if he's going to make it 2024. They sure as heck don't want, uh, Kamala to run. You know, they'd like to get rid of her before that, but they know they can't. I'm wondering if Hillary's sitting back saying, you know, something, this field is so weak. I might have another shot at this thing. I wouldn't be surprised. And there's going to be some idiot 
Democrats that think, yeah, let's run Hillary. Now let's get this straight. Democrat party right now has the approval ratings of, uh, I don't know, uh, syphilis, maybe pedophiles and uh, used car salesmen. That's where their approval rating is right at. And they say, you know something, everyone hates us. So you know what we could do to win back the hearts and mind of everyone that hates us? Let's run one of the most hated and reviled uh, politicians we've known in modern history, Hillary Clinton. That should do it. Yeah. If they want to ensure another uh, Trump-Clinton uh, campaign, another if they want to ensure that Trump runs, put Hillary out there as their nominee. Oh, Trump will definitely run then. So they better be careful what they wish for. They wanted Trump uh, the last time because they thought that they could beat him very handily because you notice before he was nominated uh, by the Republicans, oh, the Democrats were all over it. I mean, they, they had him on MSNBC and CNN and all those. They were promoting the heck of him because they wanted him to be the nominee. And then when he became a nominee, they realized, Holy smokes, this guy's like pretty doggone formidable. And I think he may uh, win this thing. And then they're like, oh, all right, now we got to take him down. And that's why they've had such a trouble. And that's why Miss Resiliency herself, Hillary, has had such a hard time accepting it because she's like, dude, we got this in the bag. Trump wins uh, the nomination. This is a cakewalk. And they got their, their butt handed to him. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Now, speaking of Biden, I don't know if you got to see any of uh, Biden's speech at the Dole's uh, funeral, but he does. He did there what he's done on a lot of different occasions. Uh, he's just not really good at the, the teleprompter. He reminds me of Ron Burgundy. Let, let, me, let me show you what I mean. Taken, things have begun to change. End of quote. In the past three weeks, the number of containers of sitting on docks blocking movement are down by 33%. Great story. Compelling and rich. Well, that's going to do it for all of us here at Channel 4 News. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. Damn it! Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. <laughs> That's what they need to do with, you know, Biden. They need to quit putting in parentheses, end quote, or next page, those type of things, because he'll read it. He's like Ron Burgundy. He will read whatever you put in the teleprompter. I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> it's like, it's unbelievable. God bless America. Oh, yeah. But he's the president. This is the guy in charge. Thanks, Democrats. All right. Uh, the big story of the week, though, was Juicy Smollett, as the Dave Chappelle calls him, was convicted by a jury of his peers in Chicago for setting up this phony baloney uh, hate crime hoax uh, in Chicago in 2019. And I'm going to let Dave Chappelle explain what happened because he says it much more succinctly than most everyone else. But, uh, once again, we've had pretty good luck with juries here lately. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, jury did their job. Well, 
the uh, jury down in uh, Georgia that convicted the white guys for killing the black guy running through the neighborhood, they got it right because, I mean, these guys murdered that guy, I mean, for no reason. And uh, now uh, the just Juicy Smollett, you know, so uh, we're doing pretty well. And what does that tell you? tells you that no matter what anyone says, the jury process does work if you let it work. And, you know, there's a judicial system in place that truly, if it's done right and used properly, will generally come out with the right verdict. Now, with Smollett, Jesse Smollett, what they were trying to do was they, they were trying to get a jury nullification. And jury nullification is when you the evidence is so overwhelming they know that they can't win on the evidence they know that their client's guilty and they can't disprove uh his guilt or prove his innocence so what they do is they just try to get enough jury members to just say i don't care what the evidence is i'm still not going to convict because they just don't want to convict for whatever reason and that's why uh smollett was actually on the stand testifying he knew the facts weren't on his side, but he thought his charm and his acting ability would be enough to win over a few juries, enough jurors to either have a hung jury or to uh, have jury nullification and win an acquittal. Didn't work out so well. So let me pay uh, uh, a little clip of uh, Dave Chappelle from his, one of his uh, com- comedy specials, Sticks and Stones, talking about small a there's a couple of cuts in there because i cut out some language that uh you know is a little bit offensive there's a he says a couple of the uh s words in there uh but i cut out the the really bad stuff so let's and, and just listen to what their his take is on this whole thing oh it's a crazy story apparently when he's walking down the street late at night two white men came out of the shadows uh, with MAGA hats on, beat him up, tied a rope around his neck, called him all kinds, put some bleach on him, and ran off into the night. <laughs> this shit was like international news. And everybody was furious, especially in Hollywood. It's all over everybody's Twitter feed and Instagram page. Justice for Juicy and all this shit. The whole country was up in arms. He was talking about it all the time on the news. And, and for some reason, uh, African-Americans, we were like oddly quiet. <laughs> we were so quiet about this shit that the gay community started accusing African-American community of being homophobic for not supporting him. What they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. <laughs> because we understood it was clearly lying. None of these details added up at all. Black people never feel sorry for the police, but this time we even felt sorry for the police. Can you imagine if you was a police veteran taking this kid's police report? Okay, Mr. Smoulier, please tell me what happened. All right, 2 a.m. You left the house at 2 a.m. It's minus 16 degrees. You were walking 
You're welcome. All right. And, and where were you going? Subway. Sandwiches? That's when the men approach you? Did you see them? Do you have any? Okay, what, what do they have on? MAGA hats! MAGA hats on in Chicago? Excuse me one second, Mr. Smoulier. Frank, come here for a second. Find out where Kanye West was last night. So he he pretty much uh, hit it the the nail on the head there. I believe it's like no one believes that story. It was such a ridiculous claim. It's like oh my god! And thankfully, the jurors saw through it. But boy, oh boy, you know everybody's all up in arms, and you know it's just like hey, you know, it was a crappy lie, and you know, and I'm not sure. I I think. If I remember correctly, the reason why he even did this was to try to gain some notoriety and some sympathy because I think his character was being written out of the show. And uh, he's like, uh, maybe this will keep me in the show if I have this happen to me. I'm the victim because we prize victimhood over everything in America now. You know, merit and hard work and resilience like Hillary Clinton is secondary to being a victim that's what counts and he was like well let me let me be a victim of a hate crime and uh you know i'll blame it on trump and trump supporters and you know yeah that'll make it so they don't want to get me off this show yeah yeah that's it that's the ticket well didn't work out that way i mean yeah chicago is not what you'd call a hotbed of maga supporters you know not that's not what you'd call maga country <laughs> but yeah, hey you know i guess he's he he may be a, he's a probably a better actor than a better director or screenwriter because that story in the in the direction really sucked so oh well such such as it is and the last thing is it is the christmas season and we're all getting prepared for uh the holidays as best we can with the supply chain being broken and you know uh you know our president there basically uh, doing nothing about it except going on jimmy fallon and saying no 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 everything's great everything's great uh but along with that line you have the traditional decorations and in the last few years the decoration or the tradition of elf on the shelf has become very very popular well they have just introduced a new version of that and it's called Greta on the shelf. So Greta Thunberg on the shelf. So let me play you the promo for Greta on the shelf. This Christmas, get the fun activity your kids will love. Greta on the shelf. Greta sees you when you're sleeping. She knows when you drive your SUV to the store instead of taking public transportation. She knows if you've been bad or carbon neutral, so be carbon neutral for goodness sake. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. Your children will love finding the Greta doll in new locations each day. When they do, she'll shame them for destroying the world. Perfect for the holiday season. Okay, kids. 
Can you find Greta today? Right there! There it is! Right there! Right there! Right there. You are destroying my planet, and you should be ashamed! <laughs> Greta on the Shelf is programmed to detect all kinds of environmental atrocities your kids might commit. Turn that light off! Close that refrigerator door! Is that a plastic straw, you monster? Next time I see a plastic grocery bag, I will wrap it around your pet! Did you cut down a real Christmas tree? That is murder! This Christmas, get your kids the gift that says the world is ending and it's your fault. Buy Greta on the Shelf today. See another Christmas tradition there that you can start following. <laughs> Greta, Greta Thunberg. Oh my God. <laughs> strange, strange young lady. Okay. That wraps it up for today. I, uh, appreciate you, uh, coming back and listening to me week after week. And I hope you enjoy it. I try to have a little fun here and keep it light because, uh, the world's rough out there and, uh, no need to be, you know, sad about everything. It's stupid and, uh, stupid people deserve to be laughed at. And that's what we do here. We like to laugh at stupid people. And with that, I appreciate you tuning in subscribe. If you haven't leave a, a five-star review or a five-star rating and a review. If you'd so like, uh, you know, check me out on any of the podcast platforms you get podcasts from, and you know, we'll talk to you next week.